624, Tag and Daniel and Carly Pierce tickets again coming up 740 this morning. As did you see, brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Daniel, what's going on in the world today? Uh, well, Tag, did you see that we, you know, we talked about, was it last was it last week or earlier this week? Earlier this week. The Governor Stitt was saying that we need help uh, with substitute teachers, you know, for COVID and things like that. So now, if you work for the state, you can volunteer to sub and you'll be able to leave your normal job. You'll still get paid and come and sub a day or two. Yeah. And everybody wins, right? And I said, no, no state employee is going to say, okay, yeah, I'll go sit for these kids. I said that uh, I think a lot of people would do it because a state job is a good gig and you might stay that with, with that your whole career. But wouldn't it be fun to change up your day and go sit with some kids? Yeah, and you'd be helping That's what I thought. all that. That's right. Uh, Ten area school districts had this opportunity to have people sign up. They haven't heard from a single state employee oh, interested no. in covering classes. What did I tell you? See, I was way off on that. Because mm -hmm. I figured, you know, just take a break from your regular gig. You still get paid. You don't burn a vacation day to go do something different. We had a police officer call. Remember this? Yeah. And he said, I would never substitute. I mean, this is a police officer. Right. He'd rather brave the streets than to go sit in with a classroom. Officials with Bartlesville, Bixby, Broken Arrow, Claremore, Jinx, Owasso, Sand Springs, Sepulpa, Tulsa, and Union Public Schools all confirmed yesterday afternoon that their districts have not had any state employees sign up as substitute teachers since the order was signed on Tuesday. Dana, we got a... We got to heed the call, man. You and I are going to be subbing next not week. Not happening. What do you mean, not happening? And and the only reason I say this is because I remember how I treated substitute teachers when I was in school. But maybe they're different now. Maybe they show, re you know, because one thing that has changed, Daniel, and this is, I think you can back me up because you, uh, your ex girlfriend had a son that was in school, that we always loved it when school got canceled when we were coming up because it was a rare thing, a snow day or whatever. These kids have been out of school so much that they actually want to go to school. They do, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if they would teach a, a, a treat a sub with more respect because at least we're in school today. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I wish we had I somebody we could call and uh, find out. Also, did you see uh, Meatloaf passed away, 74 years old. They didn't really say what happened to him or anything like that, but his real name was Marvin Lee. How would you just pronounce this? A-D-A-Y. A day or? A day. Yeah. I, I know why he got his name Meatloaf. I don't. Why? So when he was born, his dad said he looked red like meat. So it wasn't something he invented later in life. His nickname was kind of Meat. And then when he went into uh, high school, he played football. And his coach added loaf to the end. So he was Meatloaf. How do you know so much about Meatloaf? Because when I saw he died, I dug oh, in a little bit. dug into yeah. a little bit. I think uh, for people Tig and I's age, maybe your age, this is the song we remember the most from Meatloaf. this song so much. Do you know what I hate, though, when somebody tries it at karaoke? Unless you're Meatloaf, you can't do this one. They murder it. Do you remember the video for this? He was dressed as some type of monster or something? understood exactly this song he's saying i do anything for love but i won't do that what was the do that was she asking him to do something like uncomfortable don't know that's what i'm asking you i, I don't know i guess it's up to you to decide i i think uh, my favorite meatloaf song was this it's all coming back to me now do you remember this one this song in the early 2000s. Celine Dion. That's right. That's right. I don't know. 
I remember uh, Meatloaf did a new version of that when my when I very first started in radio, and I played a clip of it, this new cut or whatever, with this young new artist. And I used to take phone calls live on the air in the afternoons at that radio station we worked at together in Alabama. And took a call right on the air, and somebody goes, oh, Meatloaf, F yeah. Except he said the word. Oh, yeah. And we, I don't you used to run this radio station, Ty. I don't yeah. remember if you remember this or not. There was no delay button, so that just went right over the just air. Just live, live, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Now, now he's checking our own delay. <laughs> our own, delay, our own delay today. Uh, you know, it's funny about celebrity and how generations remember different celebrities. Because to me, Meatloaf was most known for Fight Club. Yeah, he and, was the, the guy, the, the bigger, older guy in Fight Club. Yeah, with the big, uh, big boy. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, Howard Stern great radio broadcaster um he said when he hosted that show america's got talent little kids would be running up to him in the street had no idea that he was a radio guy they just thought he was a judge on america's got talent so like meatloaf to me is that i kind of knew his songs but i really knew him from his brief acting career well apparently in the 70s he was a humongous deal and then again yeah. in 1993 he released bad out of hell 2 mm -hmm. and got to be like got to be one of the biggest selling albums of all time again Good, successful life. 74 years old, Meatloaf. Yeah. Lost him today. Who do you think's calling here? Somebody with kind words for Meatloaf? I don't know. Let's see. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Daniel. Who's this? Sue Ann. Hey, what's up? What's on your mind? Uh, well, I just wanted to comment as a state employee, um, substituting. We're, the reason they're able to do that is because teachers are state employees as well. Um, but if you look on Governor Stitt's, Facebook page, as of yesterday at 4 o'clock, there was 171 state employees that had signed up to substitute teach, which was 40 districts across the state. I guess we just didn't get any here. Probably not. Yeah. I know that I live here, and our agency is so shorthanded that it would put our agency and hurt that's what somebody called he said substituted. he he was a state employee and he said yeah that's that's good and all but if all the state employees leave our department then our department crumbles so if they go substitute well, then we're in I, trouble i work it with the mental health department or the department of mental health and we're shorthanded and we have clients that we have to take care of right. because they're inpatient so we can't leave our post to go help teachers because who's going to help ours that are there right that don't leave appreciate the insight thank you for the call you're welcome yeah so that's i guess it is tough for them to even leave even though they have permission to leave it's like well i can't leave my my fellow co-workers on a lurch here yeah and then you come back to a disaster also daniel i'm i'm not smart enough to understand all this stuff but i understand that a lot of people here locally are buying meat directly from ranchers to save money and the ranchers are having a hard time because i guess the processing is expensive and i have some questions about that i'd like to ask you know anything about ranching and what's going on with the meat prices and why it's so tough right now, I'd love for you to call 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. If you know anything about ranching, the meat industry, I've got some questions because I think a lot of other people have some questions that aren't in that industry and we want to understand what's happening with you guys. 918-879-9898. You know a lot about ranching? I want to hear from you. 918-879-9898. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. If you know anything about ranching, uh, I am curious because I see in the news it's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. We're just trying to figure it out what has changed because from my understanding, and I could be totally wrong, and that's why I want you to call 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Ranchers are having trouble because I guess it's, and again, I might be totally wrong here, so call up and correct me. I guess the processing of meat, that's so expensive that it's hard to turn a profit on meat now? Well, when you say ranchers are in trouble, or we're well, seeing some news articles where people are interviewing ranchers. and Well, let me, I'll play this clip from News on 6. Okay. And, um, and people are trying to buy locally now because the consumer saves money, too, if you go straight to the rancher, apparently. Many Oklahomans say they're turning to area ranchers to buy meat as food prices rise. Many ranchers say they've seen business steadily increase since the start of the pandemic. And while President Joe Biden introduced a plan to fund independent meat processors and to help ranchers, many say they, they won't see any of that money. It'll only go to build brand new USDA plants in the, in the country, but we don't need more plants. We just need funding for the current USDA plants 
like the processor we use. They just need more money to buy new equipment. The money. So I, I guess the process, like I, what I read was a lot of ranchers are trying to process their own meat because if they send it off to get processed, it's more expensive. And they're trying to get their costs down. I'm not sure. Like I would love to buy, uh, be from a local rancher. I personally, because I've only been here about a year, wouldn't know where to even start. Where do you go about it? Do you go buy like a piece of cow and then take it to a local butcher? I don't know. I don't know how it works. No, I, I think that some of them are starting their own storefronts where you can go in and buy directly from the rancher, right? That's we. I'm so confused about all this. That's why we need your help. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. So we got... So, so much confusion about it. I'm this. assuming that a ranch is different than like a stockyard because I've been through parts of Texas and it's as far as the eye can see like cows and mud and it reeks. Mm -hmm. I think a ranch, like Travis Meyer has a ranch. News on 6 is Travis Meyer. And that appeared to be big rolling hills and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We probably sound like two morons. We a bunch, do. A bunch of two morons. That's why I want somebody who's <laughs> articulate who knows what's going on. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. If you got any of these answers, we'd appreciate it. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. I'm reading about how um, some of our fellow Oklahomans, like ranchers, meat, all that, having a tough time. And Dana and I don't understand. Like, we understand our jobs, but we're trying to understand more about what's affecting your life. Yeah, if somebody wanted to buy from a local rancher, how would they even go about that and, and why a rancher is struggling right now is what we're basically trying to figure out. You have to ex explain it to us as if you thought we were stupid. Yes, and who's this? Hello. Hello. Uh, I don't really, sorry to call it now, I kind of feel dumb that you guys asked that question, but when you guys were talking, one of you said you would like to buy from local, local ranchers and you don't, didn't know where to start. Uh, I have a buddy, his name's Thad Holcomb. He lives in Kellyville, Oklahoma, and he just opened his uh, own butcher shop, and he's doing his own little storefront, too, I believe. And he's his a name great is, rancher. His name is Clyde Thad Holcomb? Thad. Thad Holcomb. Yes, sir. He even has his own cell barn in uh, Holmville, Oklahoma. I mean, he's a good businessman. You know, he's kind of started from the ground up. His parents had a pig farm, pig market crashed, and then they went to cows, and he's just been, I mean, rocking it, man. And I just figured I'd give you a call and let you hear his name and maybe give him a little bit of business. Great guy. All right. Well, remember Thad Holcomb's name. There you go. So there are storefronts yeah, uh, opening. Holcomb. Yeah, Kellyville, Kellyville, Oklahoma is where his uh, butcher shop's at. Got off it. of Slick Road. Slick Road. Okay, Thad Holcomb off Slick Road. We that is a very Oklahoma <laughs> thing <Yeah>. to say. <laughs> got to invoice you for this advertisement. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> That's a good friend right there. Oh, I think yeah. one we there was one from earlier caller or line one. Excuse me. Want to go line one? Oh yeah. Okay. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Ty Gadano. Who is this? Yes, sir. Hey, can can you, turn, you hear me now? Yeah, yeah if you can turn that radio. radio down just a little bit. All right, what's your name, ma'am? It's uh, This is Carla. Carla, are you a rancher? Yes, sir. We do have. We've got cattle on about 300 acres. I think you flipped right back onto that speakerphone again. <laughs> oh, this game. Verizon's not liking me today. Is that better? That's so better. Our question is, like, we understand everything, like, what, what's expensive now? What changed in the last four or five years? Why, why is there trouble in the ranching industry? Well, you'll sell your cattle for a certain amount, and then you know that you're getting like about $1.80 for a steer. It's the middleman, the packing companies, that are really jacking the prices up because there is no reason for beef to be 7 Six, seven, eight dollars in the grocery store. There's a lot of gap in between, and that's why Congress is looking into that. But we personally do have butcher steers, and the problem isn't selling them, it's getting in because there's so many of the processing companies right now that it's like a year to two years out before you can get one in. And uh, what do you mean, get that's one in? What's causing such an issue to get it in to be processed? Your meat. I will, yes, yes. I will tell you, hey, I've got some steers for sale that, you know, are good. They've been fed out, ready to be butchered. 
Well, then my issue is trying to find someone that can do it because there's just been so many people basically, you know, having meat processed suddenly that used to not do this because we've had so many people that used to just buy their food at the grocery store that after the shortage, they decided, hey, it is smarter to go to someone local and get it. But then the problem you run into is finding some place to get them into, to get them done. And, you know, when you get them a certain size, you kind of need them butchered at that size because if they get too big, all you're doing is, you know, a lot of fat. Nobody wants that. I see. So they're leaner. But so what does the processor do? You you take you take your animal over there I haul and they it take down care of the rest. There. I haul it down there and uh-huh. then um, uh, you can... People that sell them can do it two ways. You can either sell them uh, so much on the rail, which means they've already been uh, euthanized. I guess it's a nice way to put this. Mm -hmm. Skinned out, uh, gutted, the whole shebang. And then you buy what's hanging on the rail. Or you can buy it from me, and then I will take it to a processor for you. And then you get with the processor and tell them how you want your meat cut, how big your packages are, that sort of thing. So, so Dana and I could buy you do we could buy a local. cow from you. Sure. Well, it'd be a steer. Steer. Yeah. Yeah. I want to listen. Whoa, 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 whoa! I want a lady cow. <laughs> what are you talking about? No. What, what do you mean no? How much does a steer cost if two dudes just wanted to buy a steer from you? Well, I can't. Why can't I buy a lady cow? Because a heifer normally is usually saved back for reproduction unless she's just not that good. And sure, if we've got like a heifer that's just not that good, sure, I uh, guess. We can buy but, a deformed uh, one. Normally, I want a good one. Hold on. Ty okay, wants to know steer prices. He's getting irritated game, with me. Hold on. we got to get back to the farm report. Go ahead, Ty. He wants to know exactly how much. You're the one who wanted to buy a steer. So I was I like, how much a does a steer cost? <laughs> how much does it cost? Well, you can buy a steer. Uh, you can buy a whole, a half, a quarter, however you want to do it. The whole thing. How much does it cost? Uh, I think the well, it depends on its weight. Uh, Ma'am, the last just ballpark. Just ballpark. <laughs> yeah, we're not looking for exact. <laughs> how much is a cow, a steer? <laughs> okay. Normally, on somebody that buys a whole one, it's probably around $900 because we try to stay around the 1,100-pound size right, so because most people... You're getting yeah. too technical with us. We're going to yeah. have to take our business to Thad Holcomb on Slick Road. $900, but then i got to get it processed, <laughs> and that's going to cost me the money to get yes. it back to my house. It's about a dollar. Okay. It's about a dollar or something. You're going to end up, I think the last time we had some done, that it ended up costing the people around $3.20 a pound. So they're, they're $900 turned into like thousands of dollars. Counting your roads, deers. Pardon? Got it, got it, got okay, it. Ty, well, you could, could Ty watch a YouTube video and figure out how to process his own <laughs> lady cow? I doubt it. Okay. I doubt it. Very I technical. think that uh, you really want somebody that kind of knows what they're doing so you don't have to, you know, grind your meat because it's so tough. But, hey, go ahead if that's what you're interested in. I appreciate the call. I think you've clarified a lot for us this morning, okay? Okay. All right. Good have, have a good one. Good, good luck morning. out there. Have Bye-bye. 740, Carly Pierce tickets on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. So, ladies, uh, let's say your husband comes home today and says, listen, uh, one of my exes is coming here to Tulsa. She's only visiting for just a little bit. Do you mind if I grab lunch with her tomorrow? Your ex, his ex. Are you going to be okay with that? Would you say yes, or is that like a hell no? This is a silly question. There's no lady out there that's going to be like, yeah, go ahead and uh, go have lunch with your ex-wife or girlfriend or whatever. This is an old flame, man. That's over. He's been married to you for a while. Y'all got kids together, but his old his ex comes into town. Have you ever met a lady? Yeah, I've met them. They're quite jealous. What? They're jealous. That's a blanket statement. Sure is. Stereotype, sexist. Yeah. A lot of men are jealous, too. They are. But uh, I think... I think you'll be surprised, Daniel. I think we're going to get calls this morning where ladies will go, you know what? If he wants to go have lunch with her and that's it, that's fine. Well, you're a nutcase. I think so. if you what do you think mean that? I'm a nutcase? Why do you think that? Because I think there's people secure enough just to go, you know what? That was a long time ago. Who cares? They were buds. They grew up in the same town together. I mean. You must come home and just think of the silliest scenarios. I just think I'm right. Okay. So uh, name an ex of yours. I'm just going to make one up. Beth. You won't even say a real name of your ex because you know that your wife doesn't like her. <laughs> it has nothing and to do with And you think that. there's any chance in hell that if this ex was coming into town, your wife would be like, yeah, go have lunch with her. 
And you won't even utter her name. As, I, as though I, well, her name was Beelzebub, you won't even mention it. You won't even utter the name. I think it would depend on which one, really. Okay, which one would she most likely not let you go eat with? <laughs> I'm not going to say that name. Why? Are you, why are you scared to say it? It's private. You just said women are secure. They wouldn't mind if you go eat with them. I mean, you can't even uh, utter her name. But I think it was like a high school sweetheart or something, and she was coming through Tulsa with her family. I'd go eat lunch with her. I think. You would you? You better check with your wife. Uh, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Your husband comes home and says, look, an ex is rolling through Tulsa. Only going to be here for a day. Do you mind if I just go grab lunch and catch up? Now, what do you say to that? While yes we're waiting no? for a call, would you, let, would you mind if your wife went and met an ex? She can, yeah. Does it I, matter I, which particular one? I don't hate any of her exes. Like, I never did. What about that handsome one that she used to date in college that we both knew? that, And he was a musician, a very tall, handsome musician. That's fine. That's a long time ago. I don't care. You I say really, that. I really don't. No. 918-879-9898. Your uh, husband comes home, says, hey, uh, do you mind if I go grab lunch with an ex tomorrow? What do you say? 918-879-9898. I think uh, people would let him. You say they would not. You're ridiculous. Every time I'm at this bar, tap on the shoulder, turn Baby, Daniel claims are. that no lady out there would ever let their husband go to lunch with an ex. Like, in my scenario, was like, let's say your husband comes home tonight and says, hey, uh, you know, my ex from high school is coming through Tulsa. Uh, she's traveling to Colorado. But, uh, you know, we thought, would you mind if I go grab lunch with her tomorrow? Just catch up. I think a lot of ladies would be okay with it. Wives would say, that's fine. Just go have lunch and... Now, do you really, truly believe that? I really just do. I believe there's people out there that are that say that's okay. No, I really oh, yeah, do. I don't know. Did you do drugs last night? <laughs> yeah, when did no. you start smoking weed, dude? <laughs> I wish. But uh, <laughs> I think that they, Daniel says no wife in the world is going to let a husband go out with an ex, just even if it's lunch. Well, I don't know. like the word let. It's, I just don't think that they're going to like it. I mean, I don't know that people would go so far as to say, like, if you go to that lunch, we will get a divorce. But nobody's – why in the world would any wife want their husband going – that's a crazy question. Well, isn't it weird because, I mean, you – like, if you had a high school sweetheart or something, I mean, that – I talk to my friends who are dudes. Is it wrong to say, like, oh, if a friend that's a lady comes to town, I can't – then I got to pretend like that didn't happen? Would your wife be invited to the lunch? Sure. I don't think she'd want to go, but yeah. But what would you say? Your husband comes home and says, I, I want to go to the lunch with my ex tomorrow. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Daniel says nobody. I say people will. Who's this? Mandy. Mandy, so your husband comes home and says, uh, listen, Mandy, I got my ex uh, Beth is coming to town. Do you mind if I go grab lunch with her tomorrow? No. You can't go. <laughs> what, what do you just say? You can't go? No. Why not? Well, just coming from personal experience, I have an ex-husband of mine that wanted a Facebook, created it. He got in touch with an old flame from uh -huh. high school. And, well, then they started sexting back and forth. Oh. Hey so My she, man. Oh, I see. Well, she, she has a reason. Like, she got burned, I guess, right? What do you mean he wanted a Facebook? Like, he wasn't allowed to have a Facebook, and then you allowed him to have a Facebook? No, he, he had just never had one. And then suddenly he's on the Facebook. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, 45. Okay, because 45, never had Facebook, gets it, first thing he does, it goes and has an affair? <laughs> that gum. Well, that was, that was like 12 years ago. Oh, I see. So I just, he was in his 30s. Did you then. stay with him? Uh, for about five years. Hmm. All right. Well, she says no, Daniel. Um, you know, I thought more people would say yes, actually. That, yeah, you can go have lunch with your ex, but that's about it. But she said no. But she, she has yeah, reason. Yeah, I would, it would, it would be my person. I don't think a guy would let his wife do it. Well, Ty says he wouldn't have a problem with his wife going to lunch with some guy. I don't think guy. I would. I mean, you know, I wouldn't want them, like, spending the weekend together or anything, but if she wants to go to Chili's for a second, I, I don't think I'd have a problem what with it. What if this guy's a really handsome oiled-up beefcake? Yeah, no. Uh, no, I don't. It doesn't matter what he looks like to me. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for the call. <laughs> uh huh. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Would you let your spouse go to lunch with an ex? Just lunch? They're only just passing through Tulsa for a second. Daniel says nobody in the world would allow that to happen, or at least give the blessing for you to go. 
918-879-9898. Carly Pierce at 740. From Morgan Wallen, 725. That means we're not that far away from Carly Pierce tickets. That's at 740. A uh, question this morning from Ty and Daniel. Your uh, husband comes home and says, hey, honey, listen. Uh, you know that ex I used to have? She's coming through Tulsa tomorrow. Do you mind if I go right, grab lunch with her? Daniel says no lady would ever say yes to this. I, I think you'd be surprised. Hell, some of them might want him to go. No, you think they've had <laughs> enough? And they're like, please, go. Go on now. Get on here. So what do you think? Uh, 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Jonna. Jonna, your, uh, your, your uh, husband's ex is coming to town. He says, could I go grab lunch with her? What do you say? Absolutely no problem. See, told you, Daniel. Now, why isn't it a problem? Wouldn't you be nervous? I guess Daniel's contention is, is that your husband uh, would re-fall in love or something, and as things would happen. I don't know what he's saying. I trust him. There you go. See, Daniel? What if he, okay, hold on. Let's not be weird here. Let's get serious. Okay. You trust him, right? What if he's like, oh, we just want to go take a nap in a hotel together? It's just <laughs> napping. <laughs> not the same. Well, well, you don't trust him? Who naps with people oh, who goes to dates with people <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is what daniel does he's gonna he's gonna make the scenario so ridiculous that then no no it couldn't get any more ridiculous than you've already made it this morning to go to chili's and have a uh, a hamburger and to go to a, a hotel and take a nap together totally different tag won't even utter his ex-girlfriend's name on the radio because his wife could be listening that's how scared he is and he thinks that some other guy's gonna be like hey hun we're just gonna go have lunch together tomorrow I don't see a problem. All right. There you go. So, Daniel, I was right. There's some people that would. Thank you for the call. Thank you. They would say no to a nap. I'll give you that. Well, okay. she also said she would say no to their lunch. No, she said she didn't have a problem with the lunch. The nap was the problem. Did you have a stroke? Uh, maybe I did. I <laughs> okay. thought she also said no. <laughs> she said she wouldn't have a problem or with it. Was that another lady? Uh, I'm well confused. Good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? Jean. Jean, so uh, let's say your husband comes home, says uh, the old ex-girlfriend, my old flame's coming to town. Would you mind if I go grab lunch with her? What do you say to that? So I don't really have a yes or no answer. I guess my thing would be I don't want to be married to someone who thinks it's okay to be alone with another woman. Wow. Um, you know, we know a guy like this that we used to work with in radio. He would not even go to lunch with a coworker if she was female without other people around. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it probably, like, I'm a Christian, too, so it has a lot to do with kind of, like, how that looks. But I just think it's, like, it's just not appropriate. Well, they like, wouldn't if I'm be, there, cool. I mean, technically, they wouldn't be alone in the restaurant. I still just think it doesn't look great. Like, if someone walks in, like, I just assume... And maybe that's my problem, but if I see a man and a woman, like, eating together, I assume they're either together or on a date or something like that. Yeah, and but... I wouldn't love to see, like, my friend's husband with another woman out to eat, so I just don't love it. <laughs> well, what about, like, okay, so, like, in my life, my wife traveled for work, and she was always on the road, and, you know, some of her bosses were dudes, and... You know, she has to have meetings or they have a dinner together or something. I never had a problem with that whatsoever. I mean, to me, it was all business. Yeah, I guess in that situation, it could be a little bit different. Um, but, I mean, I'd prefer that there's at least, like, two other people there. You know, there's at least, like, three is a crowd. You know what? It occurs <laughs> to me, Ty. That. What, what was your name again? First name? Gene. Gene probably thinks that it's weird that when me and your wife go to dinner, because Tig doesn't like to go out to eat, so me and Tig's wife go to dinner uh, a lot. And, like, even tonight we'll go to dinner together. Yeah, and I'll stay home and, and with my kids Gene, so my wife can yeah, go out. I think Gene, Gene would think that would be uncomfortable. I, uh, that's so hard. I think it definitely changes because it's an ex. Okay, well, but, I mean, fair enough. No, you wouldn't I, like it. No, I love it. When me and Tig's wife yeah, go to dinner, we order up room service and, I mean, uh, go to a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it good, at least? 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country moments away from Carly Pierce ticket. It's freezing cold outside, 12 degrees. Remember, it was like this last year. And, uh, I had a bottle of water in my car. 
After work, go out there. It's just an ice block. You can't even keep water in your car. It's so cold outside. Daniel, I will come you, over hold there. Hold on. And you beat had you a bottle senseless. of water and it froze when it got below freezing outside? Yes. I'm just saying, like, you don't even think of that. Like, you know, it's like the opposite in the summer. Your chapstick will melt everywhere. But oh, this time, if you're thirsty story. and you get in your car. I, listen, well, I, had a bowl, I had a bowl of water out of my balcony last year, and it was so hot, the water evaporated. You just don't think about that. <laughs> I'm going to punch you on Friday morning. You must have got too much sleep last night. What do you mean too much sleep? You know, like sometimes you get too much sleep, it's worse for you if you don't get enough. Yeah. Did you, how many how many hours did you sleep last night? About fifteen. Pretty good. Yeah. Must be. Must be it. He's like, oh, I had a bottle of water once it froze. The river is frozen. Is it? So yeah, I would imagine a bottle of water would also freeze. If you're going to uh, Jake Owen tonight at River Spirit Casino, we're a high of thirty six today. But then, well, you know what gets me? What's making my sinuses driving them crazy is Monday. It's going to be up to sixty three again, mm-hmm. and I ain't complaining. Maybe this is what they meant when they said Oklahoma sometimes really doesn't have a weather. I mean, a winter because. Yeah, it's freezing today, and it has been the last couple of days. But then on Monday, Pretty the nice. end of January, 63 and sunny. I hate it when the weather times out like that. Like, it's going to be great weather as soon as everybody has to go back to work, mm-hmm. you know? Let's, can we trade a day, maybe? Time now for uh, Carly Pierce. going to be a Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Live live and call her number 9 right now, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Daniel, what are we playing? Oh, just another... Uh, General knowledge trivia. Trivia potpourri. This is code for Daniel did not try. No, this is code for uh, it's general knowledge trivia. Tyke always thinks the uh, contest has to, you know, be about Carly Pierce or something like that. That's ridiculous. You know what? I don't want you to say a word on this quiz. You don't try to help at all. Since you want to, if you want to poo-poo on it, you don't get to play it. You don't own me, sir. I'll Oftentimes, do as I Sometimes I start asking the, the listener the questions and then you start, you know, trying to answer the questions. You know what but, I'm going to do? But you don't just answer them, Tyg. Then you have to muse about it for about 30 seconds like you're Mark Twain. You're like, well, when I was a child. Because because uh, I'm very frustrated with you today, I'm going to really irritate you. I'm going to answer the questions before the contestant. If you want, that's fine. If you would, if you want to take that away from whoever's calling to win these tickets, you can. Hey, good morning. 98.5 The Bull, who is this? Jennifer. Jennifer, where are you calling from this morning? Miss Dougie. Jennifer Muskogee, would you like to play for Carly Pierce tickets? Yes. Here we go. All right, Jennifer, I'm going to ask you some general knowledge trivia questions. You're not going to be sure of them. Then you're going to say, Ty, can you help me out? And then Ty's going to tell a 10-minute story about his childhood before he finally helps you answer the question. <laughs> are, you, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Jennifer. <laughs> in which U.S. city was President John F. Kennedy assassinated as he rode in a motorcade? Dallas. I didn't even need help her. Good job. Well, I'm, I would, I, do you have a story to tell about Dallas? How you well, were there a couple of weeks ago? Here we go. Kennedy went down there to, to solve some problems in the Democratic Party. And while he was down there, he took the parade. And, mm-hmm. yeah. But tell us how it relates to your, you know, like how you and your wife were there in Dallas and you got off. Read you, the you next left, question. You left the airport and y'all went and saw the book depository and all that. And Read you came the next back to the question airport. or I'm going to turn your microphone off. I want off. music. Go ahead. More music, please, from Tig. Up next, what sits on top of a traditional shepherd's pie? What sits on top of a traditional shepherd's pie? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes is correct. So one time when I was a boy, <laughs> my mom made a shepherd's pie and forgot yeah. about it and left it in the oven. And two weeks later, we found it. Oh, it was no. rancid. Yeah. That is terrible. Which southern U.S. state is known by the nickname the Pelican State? And I can give you some uh, multiple uh, some multiple choices if you want. Which one? Okay, yes. I'll take the choices. Well, no, no, I think you had it right if you just say what you said earlier. Louisiana? Louisiana is absolutely right. How'd you know that one? Where did she go to school? She gets every question right until we ask her where she goes to school. And then, um, in which movie would you hear the famous line, "You can't handle the truth"? A few good men. She's really good. That is man. correct. Golly, I'm gonna have to try to find one that will stump her now. Mm-mm. <laughs> Just go with it. Okay, can I get to the next question, please? Why don't you muse a little bit? All right. 
How many years did World War II last? Is it eight years? Is it four years? Is it six years? Or is it three years? How many years did World War II last? Six. Six years. Six years is correct. Dude, she's unbelievable. Woo! Is that five questions? I need to get my kid in school at Muskogee. Oh, what's your name again? <laughs> Jennifer. Jennifer, uh, what do you do for a living? Um, we own a music store. Oh, a music store. And she's a business owner? Wow. All right. Well, you know what this means. What, I, how many? How, how old are you? I want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. How, yeah. You're not in high school, are you? No. No. <laughs> how old are you? I'm 42. Okay. Tug, please. Uh, Jennifer, when anybody gets all the questions right, uh, I have no choice but to uh, reach into my jacket pocket here and, and, and pull out an engagement ring. And since you got every single question right, Jennifer, please, would you accept my hand in marriage? I can't. I'm already married. I'm sorry. <laughs> Guess I'll just die alone then. <laughs> yeah, you will. Every single time, no one has said yes. I think they're making it up I think sometimes. so, too. What's your husband's name, your fake husband? <laughs> it's Jeff. Jeff. Oh. Well, Daniel. I'm so jealous of Jeff. Why does he always do this? If we gave you three Carly Pierce tickets, would you divorce Jeff and move in with me in my apartment? Oh, my goodness. That's funny. I don't know. She's, even the thought of it is funny, too. <laughs> well, Jennifer, congratulations. You and Jeff are going to go see. Well, I guess you're taking Jeff to see Carly Pierce. Hey, thank you. You're so welcome. And, Daniel, I'm going to go ahead and put you on the spot. We're going to do sensual shout-outs coming up. I don't know if we are or not. This I'm still coming up with it. We may not be. You can get a, would you like a shout-out on the radio today, Jennifer? Oh, yes. Okay. Please. Well, we got them. Daniel does it in a sensual way, and uh, we just need to know you're listening. And the way we uh, find out that you're listening is uh, you like us on Facebook right now. And then we'll go through and be like, oh, look, so-and-so liked us, so-and-so liked us, so-and-so liked us. And then just after 8 o'clock, you might get a sensual shout-out right here on 98.5 The Bull. We are Tig and Daniel. That's T-I-G-E and Daniel. Oh. T-I-G-E and Daniel on Facebook. You know, we can't do it right after 8. We've got that big concert announcement. We're going to do that at 8. And then after 8, we'll do the shout-outs. So we do have a concert announcement coming up at 8. And then after that, we've got sensual shout-outs here on 98.5 The Bull. Just like us on Facebook so we know you're listening. Tig and Daniel. That's T-I-G-E and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Oh. And just announced Parker McCollum there is going to be in town with Thomas Rhett later on September. We've got free tickets all next week, 740 in the morning, right here on 98.5 The Bull. Time now for sensual shout-outs. It's your chance to hear your name on the radio in a very sensual way on 98.5 The Bull. We just got to know you're listening, and um, you can do that by liking us on Facebook right now. Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. A very sensual good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, thank you, Tig. Please don't wish me a sensual good morning. But I would like to wish a very sensual good morning to Bailey Nicole Dunn. Trey Barentine. Ooh, I don't know if this is a boy or girl. Okay. I will go with Velma Blossom. Ooh, girl. If I was a bag of tiny orange fish from Pepperidge Farms, my name would be Holdfish. Like you hold a lady? Like a goldfish? Yeah. Sensual good morning to Leslie McDaniel, Kathy Faulkner, Jacqueline Faulkner. Ooh, girl. You must be part fast food restaurant, part grocery store, because you the Brahms. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm Though it's easy to pretend I know you're not a fool I know you're not a fool, Diana Ralston Central good morning to Morgan Moore Ooh, girl, you must be a professional bowler Because you striking Might actually work I think so Central good morning to Jennifer Powell Jerry Holloway Ooh, girl you must be Kilkenny's, because I wish you would give me them digits. <laughs> I really, yeah. Cute. Central good morning to Gretchen Wright, Scott Lamb, Andrea Collins. Ooh, girl. 
getting with me is going to be like going to a gas station because it's going to be a quick trip. <laughs> You're so lucky I didn't use the other. Oh, my God. What's that other one called? I'm not going to say that. I was getting so nervous about that one. Here we go. Never gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Nancy Corser. Sensual good morning to Tammy Bishop. Ooh, girl. You must be a fast food place that features the whapper. Because I want to have a burger fling with you. A burger fling? Get it. That's another name for an affair. That's not an affair. A fling? Yeah, it's a it quick uh, romance. Sensual yeah. good morning to Montana Cox. And finally, a very sensual good morning to Cindy Merrill. Ooh, girl. I'm Travis Meyer from News on 6. Because I like to predict weather. You gonna give me them digits? <laughs> 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Simri. Simri, good morning. So, Daniel's question. What's that uh, song or record or whatever that your parents destroyed because they didn't want you to listen to it? Uh, it was a tape of Naughty by Nature in the early, early 90s. Was it, was it a, I'm not as familiar with Naughty by Nature as I, I think should be. they had be. that song, OPP. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What did they hate about that? Uh, what did they hate about OPP? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I, what, I guess you could. Can you cleanly tell us what OPP stands for? Because I'm not even sure. Mm, mm, uh, hmm. If memory serves me, OPP is uh, someone belonging to someone else, other people's property. I remember my mom clearly trying to burn that cassette <laughs> wow. in the fireplace. What do you mean? She, you must have had some fireplace if it wouldn't burn a cassette tape. <laughs> I think she was just too frustrated to do it right. Yeah, I mean, you look back at the song, is that dirty? I don't even know anymore. It's funny how, like, a generation away. I, I heard rumors that the OPP stands for uh, okay, other no, things. Okay, <laughs> right. Well, I don't want to hear about it. I just, I just love the thought of the parent trying to destroy the album or the cd because a cd was extremely hard to break like today if you or in the future tag when you catch your 16 year old son when he gets to be 16 listening to something you can't destroy the mp3 so throw his phone in the river i guess it's like streaming you can't throw you know so what what did your parents ca catch you listening to and they were not happy maybe even destroyed the cd or the cassette tape 918-879-9898 918-879-9898 good morning Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Daniel wants to know from you this morning, uh, what is the music you got caught listening to when you were younger and your parents tried to either destroy the cassette tape or the vinyl or whatever because they were disgusted by whatever you're listening to? And it's funny how it's a generational thing. And even in country music, uh, Johnny Cash was seen as an outrage when he came on the scene. I mean, he was a bad boy, right? What did he do that was so bad? Well, I mean, he was drinking and carrying on, and he was kind of a bad influence in that sense, right? Even like this song here. Listen to this. I mean, you got to imagine what music was before that wave of country music. There's a lot of corncob stuff. I don't know what they were talking corn about. Corncob stuff. That seems even more uh, <laughs> inappropriate <laughs> than... Like corncob <laughs> Joe. And, so, and uh, <laughs> then Johnny Cash comes along, and you got to imagine, like, they'd never heard anything like this, and the young kids are listening to the songs like this. But I shot a man in Reno... Just to watch him die. My parents must have been like, what in the world is this? And now we look back at Johnny Cash, and he's like a pillar of the country music world, and you don't think anything of it, but at the time. And so every generation has that, oh, the new music's all trash. You kids, you don't know what real music is. You know, one day somebody's going to call a radio station, uh, and this is going to happen. Somebody is going to call a radio station and say, why don't y'all play any of the good country anymore? Where's Luke Bryan? Where's Jason Aldean? I mean, it just happens like that, you know? Going to same deal with Willie Nelson. When he first came out, people were like, this guy's ridiculous. He's not country enough. That's why they came out with Outlaw Country, because when Willie Nelson came out, they didn't like him. Yeah. And then, uh, but it's always the young kids that dictate the future. I mean, whatever's happening now with whoever is young, that's going to be kind of what happens for the next few years. I wish that when my uh, parents and when news outlets all over the country were upset about salt and Peppa's Push It, 
I wish we could put them in a time machine and, and take them forward a few years and say, hey, uh, listen to WAP by Cardi B. And if you don't know and what Megan that means, Stallion, go ahead and Google yeah. that. Could you imagine? I remember, um, and they made a movie about this straight out of Compton. I, I was around, oh gosh, I must have been like 10, 11, 12 years old when all that controversy was going on about uh, Ice Ice Cube. Dr. Dre is Dr. coming Dre on the and scene. All them, and yeah. uh, they were doing news reports where they had all this stuff, all the cassettes and, and CDs in the street, and police were running over them with tanks. Mm -hmm. And it made major, major headlines, and so much so that a lot of these rappers used to go on, like, the Phil Donahue show. It was a nationwide story. Push It was real controversial. People were like, I, we cannot believe they're saying Push It. I don't even know what that means. That ain't even that bad, is it? Not compared to some stuff. Has there been a song since you started in the radio tag that, mm -hmm. that if you played, people called up and said, uh, hey, yeah, yeah, that's too you, controversial? My first experience with people getting mad about a song I played was uh, Katy Perry sang that call about I kissed a girl and I liked it. I remember that. And the people lady were up. losing their minds over that. And apparently you had, you had, they had called before and you told them you'd never play it. And then it got to be a huge hit, and you had no choice but to play it. That's not true. I always that's what that she song. said. The lady that called was like, "You promised me you'd never play it." I don't know what that. That's a crazy person. Yeah, that was a big. That was a big deal too. Remember this one? It was a huge hit. Yeah, it's almost, but it's like so tame now compared to some new stuff now. Sorry, I was trying to get it to the. I like how you had it queued right up. I mean, people were like pulling off the side of the road, throwing out. They were calling the radio station. I mean, they hated it. And this was back when you had the job of determining what could be and could not be played. Mm -hmm. Any other songs in your career that you can think of? That's that just was, the uh, one that kind of sticks out as my first uh, foray into people hating my guts, yeah. It was before we got into radio, but you remember the big Dixie Chicks snafu. Uh, with the Bush? The Bush administration. Yeah, they okay, when they went across. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, had you been a radio programmer of a country music station at the time, what do you reckon you would have done? Well, I can't answer the question. I was 23 then. I don't know what I would have done. I mean, you know, I'm a great many years later. I have no idea. I imagine you would have done what everybody did, and they just pulled them all off the radio. Yeah. So we want to know from you, like, what is that that music you were listening to that... Uh... <laughs> I asked Tyke that question. You should see the fear in his eyes. Don't be well, afraid to answer honestly what you would do. I don't know because I wasn't uh, it's in been charge. It's been 20 then. years ago. I don't know. <laughs> like he was gonna faint but yeah what's that music that uh, your parents caught you with and they uh, you know they tried to break the cd and they had to grimace and then try to break the cd and cut their hand on the cd uh good morning it's uh 98.5 the bull who's this hey this is tanya tanya what's that song or cd or tape or record that your parents got <laughs> when do you listen to it and they're like uh no more <laughs> i was 14 years old and my dad picked me and my friend up from the mall after we were shopping and he said, what'd you buy? And I said, oh, nothing. And he grabbed a bag from me, and it was a two-live crew cassette tape. Ooh, two-live crew. That's real in. dirty. You ever, you ever <laughs> he heard two-live crew talk? And he heard, about 30 seconds. He, he heard about 30 seconds of it, and he tossed it out the window. <laughs> What's dirty about two-live crew? I'm unfamiliar. Are you serious, Yeah, Doug? I don't know it that They well. rap about oh, coitus boy. in great detail. <laughs> oh, you mean sex and stuff. They say... <laughs> Oh, my God. They talk about popping things, miso uh, things, all kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised he, la he lasted 30 seconds. I remember that uh, Two Live Crew yeah. was so provocative back in the time. They were on Phil Donahue's show. Uh, they so, were one of the first ones to get that explicit warning label. So would you listen to Two Live Crew now, or is it too much when you look back? Oh, no, I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ty, I'm a pretty, like, laid-back guy. This is too much for me, this two-life crew. Oh, wow. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. I wondered how a teenager nowadays would react to two-life crew, and I used to date a girl named Stephanie, and she has a son named Caden. He's 15. I played him about a minute of some two-life crew. Guy was shocked. Oh, really? That's how dirty two-life crew is, that even, even modern-day teenagers are like, whoa. Wow. Hey, good morning. Tiger Daniel, who's this? This is Kathy. I was calling about your uh, music that got trashed by your parents when they yeah, didn't like it. Yeah, what do you got? Yeah. I'm from the time period where we didn't have CDs yet. We had 
albums and eight tracks. So what was and the my word? oldest sister? Yeah, my oldest sister uh, was all excited because she got to order a Steppenwolf album, and we didn't play it unless mom and dad was down at the field or the barn because we lived on a on a farm. And she was playing at one time, and my dad come back at the wrong time. And I can't say the whole title, but part of it's Pusher Man. Pusher Man. And needless to say that, uh, Pusher Man. Yeah, it had two words in front of it that I'm not going to say on the radio. But uh, my dad sailed that into our fireplace and shattered it. So uh, <laughs> it was Steppenwolf. And Steppenwolf so, yeah, also and did Born to be Wild, so a very controversial band. <laughs> I, we got to yeah, go look up yeah, this song now. Uh, yeah, it uh, has to do with Heavenly Father and uh, the Pusher Man. It's got a real bad title, but, uh, yeah, Steppenwolf Rocks. It's still good. I see so, a song It's called right. The Pusher. Is that the one, The Pusher? Uh, okay, it's like, Uh-oh. it would say <laughs> Pusher Man, okay? okay? <laughs> well, that's not the name of the yeah. song. That's just a that's lyric. That's just a lyric, get yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, all right. But anyway, my father didn't appreciate that, so. I hear All you. Right. All right, thank you. It's funny, two live crews so bad that you probably still wouldn't want your kids to listen to that. No, right? no, no. And what if you went back in time uh, and said that Dr. Dre would be performing at this year's Super Bowl? Like, you're not going to believe this, but in 2022, Dr. Dre will be performing on the Super Bowl, right, on live and television. He was dirty, man. Dr. Dre was? Yeah, well, yeah, he was part of that whole scene, for sure. I mean, he was part of NWA, man. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, one of the founding members of both NWA and Two Live Crew is Barry from Snow's Furniture. He Did was he? kicked out of the band. His heart uh, followed furniture, not raunchy <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> he had two loves, music and yeah. furniture, but he went with furniture. I but he did. He does do raps about furniture. Does he? He's got one about a love seat called Me So Comfy. I've seen that one. And then Pop Those Prices. Down low. Yeah. Guaranteed lowest prices. Mm -hmm. In fact, we call it a guarantee at Snow's Furniture. Man, Barry at Snow's Furniture, he's smart, dude, because he said he saw this COVID thing causing problems with shipping. So he, like, got tons of furniture in there. So the cool thing is that a lot of places you go and you might like something, but they'll have to ship it to you. The, what you sit on today at Snow's Furniture is what you can take home or have them deliver it in their big old truck. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed lowest prices. And uh, they can they can get you financed. Don't worry about that. Zero percent interest for up to 12 months. So whatever you buy the couch for, you got 12 months to give them the money. Hello. That's right. Barry, Barry loves furniture. He's kicked out of NWA. He had this song called Respect the Police. And they're like, Barry, we're going in a different direction here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's not us. Yeah. You're not a fit anymore, Barry. Right. <laughs> Snow's Furniture has been open since 1978 online and on Facebook.